At Indiana Wesleyan University, you can reimagine, reframe, and redefine what's possible. Learn new skills or fine-tune old ones. Start something new or complement something good. Wherever you find yourself, the power is in your hands. It's all possible, starting with your education. IWU is a faith-integrated, regionally accredited institution where you can choose from over 100 online degree options. Get started today at IWUPossible.com. Yo, what's good, Extended Fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. (laughs) Yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. Farmers Insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. Oh, sorry about that. Because we covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. This is a podcast. Brothers, brothers, we're happy singing and we're colored. Colored, we're happy singing and we're brothers. Brothers, we're happy singing and we're colored. Colored, we're happy singing and we're brothers. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fresco. And it's your boy Flaw 700. And we are the Podcast Brothers, back with another week with episode 83, 82. Damn, I just said it five minutes ago. So, episode 82, man. What's going on, everybody? You can follow your boy on Twitter at Fresco Ben Famous. That's B I N Famous. And on Instagram at Fresco Fame. You dig? Yeah, you can follow me on everything. Flaw 700 on everything. On everything. And um, I didn't say it last week, but I'm going to say it this week. I got my AKAs. I got to keep it going. A.K.A. Flaw Claw Van Damme. A.K.A. Flaw Seagal. And that's how we roll. You sound like a ghetto superhero. <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly no the look AKAs, I was looking for. Man. You call me Fresco or you don't call me nothing at all. Mm. Fuck that. Yeah, man. Um, do remember, man. TheBrothersPod.com is where it's happening at. It's man. happening. Um, we're definitely trying to build up with uh, just. It's not just about podcasting. It's blogging. It's uh, blogging, video blogging, news, po- news, all of that. Man, we're trying to yes. we're trying to add something new to the website every day. And you can also get your podcast brothers live tickets tickets from the website. Man, this is true. Uh, June 9th is approaching. www.TheBrothersPod.com. I, I am nervous. Fresco is not. But I am, man. Like, I really want to give y'all a good show. And I'm not saying that I we cannot. But, you know. No fear. You got to break I, a few I eggs, I look like in the eyes. This, this is facts. <laughs> um, we have special guest in the building. This is true. I got the inbox on Instagram. They wanted to come on the show. Um... And I and I I know what you're thinking. I know a few episodes ago we said that we didn't want to do any more guests unless you had something going on. And guess what? What did we say that? We did say that. <laughs> right. I, I needed to hear the second part first. I was like, wait a minute. I said what the niggas. I didn't want niggas. Right, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So we was like, we're not gonna have no more guests. We just gonna rock out unless you had something going on. And these gentlemen, along with others, got have something, going, something on. going on. They um they have Hashtag a got something going on. Right. They have a an original series on YouTube, and it's called Hurt People Hurt People. 
slash bitter and broken. I probably it's probably not the slash, but you know, I, mean, I just had to put it out there, bitter and broken. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, I got the stars of bitter and broken in the building, and you got to forgive me. I know we got Ricardo in the building. You say what's up? What's going on, everybody? What's happening? <laughs> Ricky Ricardo. Did I get your name? Rasan. Rasan. There it is. Rasan. Yeah. Rasan. Okay. We got Ricardo and Rasan in the I'm building. That. That, yeah, what's cool. going on, fellas? Not Not much. much. <laughs> How y'all feeling today, man? Appreciate y'all coming through. Thanks for being here on this Friday evening Thank with you your boys. Absolutely, no absolutely. No, today, what you got going on right now, man? I think we good. We good. All right. So what we want to do right now, man, is we want to get into our weeks. Um, who wants to go first? I go first. Okay. Do your thing. Uh, my week was pretty cool, man. Um. I finally got my computer back set up. I was missing my keyboard and my laptop. I mean, my keyboard and my mouse to my computer for a minute. So I just had the monitor sitting there fucking collecting dust, mad as hell. So I finally got a keyboard and a mouse, and I set my computer back up again. So I'm back to hitting the website and blogging and shit and making, uh, you know what I'm saying, back to uh, and honing in on my writing skills and enhancing our website at the same time. So that's cool. Um, I enjoy doing that free time. Daddy duties, you know, you know, my son, I, I, I put him to sleep. I tried to, I'm trying to get him off the bottle. So I, I tried to put him to sleep using a sippy cup. That shit ain't work like, at all. He wasn't, he wasn't fucking with that sippy cup. And I thought I was good. He fell asleep for like 20 minutes. I stepped outside the light one and next day I was crying all over the place. And I, I had to do it all over again with the bottle. That took like another 40 minutes for him to be not clean the fuck out. But, uh, you know, that shit, work shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to uh get ready for this live show. Make it do what it do, man. You know? Your boy keep it light. Uh I guess I'll go. You know, this is probably, probably like one of the best weeks I ever had. Uh, first off, Saturday, uh went to the Sixers game. My fiance and I went to the Sixers game. Um I got to see my team, the Miami Heat, play in the playoffs for the first time. Um might be Dwayne Wade's last season. Um they lost. Um, but it was cool, but it was a great experience. Philadelphia is live again. I've been to a few Sixers games. And, you know, you like was fresh a, that day, too. I seen you. A few years ago when they was winning like five games a season, it wasn't like that. Like, you know, the, the tickets were $6. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, front, front row. <laughs> now that the Sixers are winning, all the crazy Philadelphians want to come out and, I mean, do what they do. But it's cool. Uh, they showed me love. Um, Sunday, man, I got a retweet from Joe Button. Facts, wow. yeah. So, I mean, that's 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 all you ask for. It's like just give us a look. You know what right. I'm saying? I, got, I owe Joe Button an apology now. I was bugging on it too because I used to tweet him, and it seemed like he only replied to women and negativity. Right. So, for me to be like, "Yo, I'm just up here," he said, "What's going on? Something like what y'all up to?" And I'm like, "You know, I mean, it's grind time. I'm here to promote this show." He was like, "Flourish." You know what I'm saying? Flourish, King. Flourish, King. So I appreciate that. Some positivity. Apology, because I think I said some shit about him like two episodes before that. I think you did. Yeah, like two I think episodes. You did. I said some shit. But then <laughs> right before I retweeted, when he retweeted your shit, it was like Flourish King. I was like, I feel like an asshole now. <laughs> like, my fault now. I apologize. Pump, pump, pump it up. Just please. Um, anyway. I got some mail that I've been waiting on for about two to three years. Um, Damn, finally got fuck? it. What, what it came nah. in? A fucking glass bottle across the ocean? <laughs> well, you know, I took a test. You know, I passed that test, but it was I had to wait in order for the, you know what I'm saying, a spot to become open. You know, it it happened. I'm not going to say what it is just yet, but I might be, you know what I'm saying, might be some changes. Might not be. 
depends on, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, well, blessings to you, brother. Yeah, man. I hope that shit will come through. Yeah, thanks. So, you know, this has been an incredible week. I probably, I mean, more more kickboxing, a la, you know, Floss of Golf. Still doing my kickboxing thing. It's getting easier. <laughs> That's why your name Floss of Golf? Because yeah. you started taking kickboxing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that? I thought you was just inspired by our nah. Steven Seagal movie or some shit. Floor Claw, <laughs> man, damn. Floss of Golf. Kickboxing, man. You just started. You ain't on and that I level. And I feel great. <laughs> so I'm, you can go toe to toe with John Clark. Nah, that's not what I'm saying. You can, you can be, you can, you would be that other dude in Bloodsport. You, you. That's not what I'm saying. Not right now. But when I'm hitting that bag, I do feel like Tyson. I do, I do feel <laughs> like Tyson hitting that. So bag. now it's Flaw Tyson now too. Nah, see that don't mix. <laughs> I don't, I don't like that. All right, Mike, Mike Flaw. Nah, Tyson. Nah, I don't like nah. That. Leave it alone. Flaw Seagal flows. <laughs> I like Flaw Seagal. I ain't mad. Um, what else? What else? What, everything else. And I mean, it is what it is, man. Like, you know, so my week was dope. So, uh, fellas. Oh, wait. Before we, I let the guests get into their weeks, I just want to say over the weekend, if you happen to be in the New Brunswick area and you go to the Bolero, that used to be the uh, Brunswick Zone, it's called Bolero now. If you play the Space Invaders game there, just know your boy broke the record and got the top score in that game, like. 500,000 points and some shit. So you you fucking with a real champ over here. You <laughs> dig? So you, if you if you see my name up on the top spot and the number two spot at that, you know it's me. Don't y'all be seeing that in the movies? Like when somebody get a high score in the game, they really take that to heart? Yeah. I really... I was <laughs> it's like, real, I guess. shit. I guess it's I real. I never did it before. So <laughs> I never got the high score in no, no arcade game, even if I had the shit in the house. <laughs> I still ain't get the high score. But just wanted to put that out there, man. So fellas... Which one of y'all want to go first about uh, about your week? I mean, I'll go first. I All mean, right. Um, basically, my week was pretty much work, work in school, work in school, and um, doing also the interviews for Hurt People, Hurt People, mm, and right. studying for that. So, I mean, basic week. Where else y'all had interviews at for the show? Uh, over in Trenton. I forget the name of the station, you know. W-I-M-G? W-I-M-G? Yeah, W-I-M-G. Okay, okay. Yeah. That was pretty good. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Promotion. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah. I would say the same thing. The uh, W I N G thing and um I N G brother I N G I N G and um yeah that was I guess the one to highlight of the week and just being here also and just 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 trying to networking just get it out there definitely you know? Wakanda forever. Dang. I just felt the need to say that. No, because I got the <laughs> shirt on. I forgot you had the shirt. Yeah, on. Yeah, no, you didn't. I, all right. <laughs> all right. Fine. I got the shirt on. He says Wakanda forever. They act like he came. It came out the blue. I like, can't see on. your shirt from but where you, I'm sitting, bro. We've been down here about thirty minutes. You seen my shirt? Bro. First of all, first of all, you, you know what? Shut up. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> What's next? Fresh for fiasco, man. Spit out a scenario to you. You say whether it's fresh for you, agree with it, or it's fiasco. Why you don't give an explanation? Why onto the situation? Fresh and fiasco. Are you cool with your baby mom twerking on stage in front of thousands of people while she's pregnant? Fresh fiasco. Uh, you talking about Cardi B? Yes. Um, if you don't know, I forgot what was it? The uh, Coachella. 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 Yeah. Cardi B was performing, and you know she was having a good time. She bust down to a twerk I'm, in the middle of the, on the stage. I'm. I'm. How do you feel about that? It's fresh. Let me explain why. When I watched it. I just went into, yo, it's the baby okay move because I just think that when your stomach's like that, you're supposed to get up and sit down at a certain way. Like, I don't really see a lot of women bend over like she was doing. It's like, oh, man, it's the baby okay? 
But at the same time, I've watched women do yoga and exercise and twerking ain't the same thing. But activity, there's nothing wrong with the activity. You know what I'm saying? Like, like do do what you gotta do to break that sweat. And if it's twerking, do your thing. So I'm I'm with it, man. Nigga, just just because you're pregnant, huh? I said, are you cool with your baby mom twerking on stage? But if I but if I'm with Cardi B, then I know I got a twerker. <laughs> right, you, you so, are in that lifestyle. But you're not with Cardi B. I asked you, <laughs> if, are you if, cool if, with your baby mom twerking on if stage? My ba- while she's if pregnant. My child's mother. See, I gotta get a political on you. I gotta get proper on you. Okay. If my child's mother is a twerker. If she's not a twerker and she just starts twerking out the blue, yeah, I'm well, you, you know what? See, I'm not that type of guy. I'm gonna be like, yeah, she's twerking. Look at that's all me. So I'm fine with it. It's fresh. Okay. That's all me. All right. What's next, fellas? What's up? Um Ricardo. I, th- I think if I if it was mine, if I had a baby mom, if I had kids, I don't have no kids. But if it was I would say like fiasco. Because I baby. just don't want everybody to see all that. Like, you know what I mean? That's oh, you saying no? Don't do it? Yeah, don't do it. Like, I think it worked for Cardi because where she coming from. So everybody just in love with Cardi right now. But mm-hmm. I think if it was mine, like, you know, it is just, situ- I, I, just because it's, it was everybody in the world, you know what I'm saying? It would be something. It is situational because that can't be Michelle Obama up there. Yeah. Cardi is Cardi. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Like, right. That's what she do. You know, she's like everybody love Cardi right now. She's funny, you know what I mean? But I guess everything for every every woman, you know what I mean? True, true, true. What you think, brother? I can't. Um, you don't support this message? I mean, I can't <laughs> agree or disagree, to be honest. What you mean? I don't know. It's pretty even. Just like he was saying, if you was in that lifestyle, if my girlfriend, you know what I mean, or her baby mom was doing that and I was supporting that, then fine. But I don't know. It all depends where you're at in life. Don't dance around the question, brother. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me no, no uh, broadcast answer. Are you cool with your baby mom shaking that ass on stage? Now, now, let I... While she's pregnant, I'm now, keeping she, it. If she had the baby and she out there having fun, all right, whatever, cool. But I'm gonna keep it a buck. No, okay, all right. We respect that. It's it's her song, right? Well, it was her featured song. But I was watching, I think BT or something. It was something where they honored Uncle Luke, and the Uncle Luke's song came on. He pulled Cardi out the out the crowd and told and uh you know popped that thing and she started shaking. Now Uncle Luke can man. My pregnant girl. Shake that ass. Nah. Now we got, got a problem, problem Luke. Like, Uncle Luke, you cannot pop that buzzer. Nah, Uncle nah, Luke, you got to relax. <laughs> you got to relax, happening. Uncle Luke. So I'm I'm definitely saying fiasco. I'm definitely saying fiasco. You can have fun. That's all good. But, you know, I just feel like, you know, you, you know you're pregnant. You just, you know, have fun. But don't be doing all that. You ain't got to be doing all that. Mm, okay. It's All the right. first thing I thought when I seen the videos, though. Like, what is he thinking? Right. I was thinking like, about Offset. I'm pretty sure he don't give offset, a shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he probably don't. I'm pretty the sure. The baby dad? Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. Nah. It's no, it's no go. You don't want to say yeah? No. You don't want to say yeah? I think so. I think I'm like, well, you know. All right. Well, she made that money, though. She's making that money. <laughs> Fresh for Fiasco. Kendrick Lamar wins Pulitzer Prize for his 2017 Damn album. For those who don't know what a Pulitzer Prize is, it's an award for an achievement in American literature, music, and journalism. What do we think about Kendrick winning a Pulitzer Prize? It's fresh, but this wasn't even his best album. So 
it's fresh because it's you know hip-hop is out here winning like we are the culture it's like you can't you should be able to walk up to anybody white asian spanish like yo you heard that new j cole you heard the new kendrick you heard the new drake mm-hmm. everybody listens to hip-hop you can't just be like oh that's a white woman she knows nothing about uh uh, uh juicy j or whatever but I was just listening to Juicy J the other day. They call me the juice, <laughs> the no chicken lover. Hey, really did juicy that nigga. Pause. So you can't nobody out. Everybody out here knows what hip hop is, but this is an award that I think has been given to like classical uh, albums and yeah. artists, and like it's the first time hip hop got it. So for it to be, you know, Kendrick's damn, it's like mm, congrats, Kendrick, but. <laughs> I know better albums. Mm-hmm. Preferably from him. Sure got it. You agree? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's fresh. Okay. I just, I, I think I'm, I just, I'm impressed like with his lyricism and I just feel like he take his time and really, you know, try to perfect his craft. And I know like a while back, I remember um, Tupac was saying like, well, he said something about, I might not change the world, but I'm I was pretty sure that, mind I, that will change the world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like, you know, he was like kind of shot and Kendrick Lamar out or maybe Obama, you know, because I know I think Obama didn't say some yeah, stuff about Tupac and, you know, she didn't um, reference Tupac before. So I think what he was saying, he was like really on point Tupac. Mm. Well, that's a good point. I right. agree with that. I'm gonna say fresh. It's definitely fresh. Um, anytime an award is given to a black man for the first time, you know what I'm saying? Shit, that more power to any crazy that black people still winning shit for the first time. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But um, it's 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 fresh because it's acknowledgement in that category. But I do agree with with Flaw. That wasn't his best album. But um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say Good Kid, Mad City was a way better Facts. story from front to back. And you know what I'm saying that pin game in order to write that on a national scale and present it the way that he did it was super fire. Like mm-hmm. that one was super fire. So it's fresh. But I agree, that could have been um, another one of his albums that could have won it. But at the same time, you know, I get it. But I also want to know, I want someone what album did win it that year. You know, so that good kid, Maddie City, came out. What album actually won? It's probably some country album or some shit. Yeah, some 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 classical uh, album. I feel that, like all country albums sound the same. Like, they do, oh, darling. They do <laughs> same type of range. You took my range and you bailed me out. <laughs> <laughs> all the shit. <laughs> Yo, if people don't understand like country songs be sad as shit. Like it's always about breakups, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> see, I've just, never heard just just the ones that I've heard. That's just the ones that I've heard. Go listen to them at all because I don't listen. To I'm them. saying if you. Listen, if if a country song happens to come on and it's fire, I'm gonna listen to it. I haven't yeah. heard not one fire country. But that song. Nelly song, remember that? Yeah, Nelly song over again? That was kind of that was tough, a good song. Man. It was a good song, and, and I think that, it was sad as fuck though. It was. Yo, do y'all remember that video? Was that Sierra? What video? The over and over again by Nelly. Hell no, I don't remember that video. No, no, he had the picture of Sierra in the I, I video. I thought it was a picture like of Sierra. Like in a car when he was driving. He yeah, but I was like, yo, that's Sierra? Why is that? Why you got a yeah. picture oh, Sierra of Sierra? was in his head over and over again? That was, that was, that. that's what confused me. Now, I heard that she was in that St. Lunatic video too back in the day when they were doing the J's, like the white sneakers. They were talking about the Air Jordan. Forces? Yeah, Air Force. Mm. I heard she was in the video too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shout out to Nelly, man. For what? <laughs> no, for real. For what? Nelly had some fire records, man. Nah, he did. He uh, did. All right. Uh, shit just came out of nowhere. Nah, I'm just saying. We talked because because then um uh, tip drill uh, 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 uh like like Nelly Nelly got Grills. some bangers. 
Na Na Na, Eagle On, get your Eagle On. Damn. Fucking hot here. Yeah, you the got some hits. was hot too. But you ain't. The when limo? last time like you got in your car too. and said, that was the summer Yo, I feel like school. playing Nelly today. <laughs> Never. <laughs> hey, yo. Never. You know but when it was on. I think one time, right, like like a couple of months ago, I just came past Nelly and my uh, music playlist. I started listening to him. I hit my boys in the group chat like, yo, Nelly got some hits. I ain't even paying attention to this nigga, but he got a couple of drinks you can play back to back. My boy was like, man, bitch ain't playing no fucking Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> bitch not listening to no Nelly, nigga. Fuck out of here. I was Nelly like, got right, some right. fire, man. Anyway, <laughs> on to the next one, man. You got to listen to Nelly in your own privacy. You don't tell nobody. This is true. Or you just be at a party and it comes on. Like, if you had a party and Nelly yeah, come on, all right, cool. Here, come on. It's yeah, you got to go to party Oh, drugs. what's popping yeah. tonight? Yeah, 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 yeah. You got those. All right, next question for Yasko, man. Is it fair that Tristan Thompson's minutes have gone down ever since his cheating pregnancy scandal? I'm going to go fiasco, man. Um, he's going through something right now, and he, he caused it. I'm not saying he's a victim. He's not. But he needs to be a on. a victim of his own circumstances. He needs to be on the court taking his frustration out on, on the game. Like, we're watching the Cavs game right now. It's like, <laughs> I mean, you know, so I think that he needs to play. I don't know why he's not playing. I don't know if he's a distraction. His last game he did play in, he was booed by the crowd. And Ooh, I don't know if that's a that. distraction or not. Boo this man. But he needs to be in to take his frustration out on that realm. Because I know he's mad. So it's a fiasco that he's not playing. Him. What you got, What you got, Ricardo? Yeah, I say fiasco. Because that's his personal business. But then at the same time, with these celebrities, like I feel like they kind of know the game. So sometimes I don't know if it's like... They looking for the fame, you get what I mean? Cause like he dating Chloe or whatever, and they like the biggest, you know, celebrities next to like probably Beyonce, and it's like whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, like we, we I not, see what he's saying. The popularity level, the popularity is crazy. So it's like co-sign that. I mean, they really huge. <laughs> you might have you feel a point. Me? Like they, point. they really, they make a lot of money. So I've kind of felt like. If you kind of put yourself huge. in a situation to be kind of judged by everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, but that shouldn't affect. Um, his game because it might not got nothing to do with nothing but like some people I was listening to Brett, like the Breakfast Club and they was going in on Aaron Kelly like and maybe some things he probably didn't do right but you can't take away from his talent you get what I mean like, I feel you so you can't take away from Tristan talent like that's his per- where do we start separating you know personal from business from business because we all got you know a past so or they compare R. Kelly to shit. Tristan Thompson <laughs> not necessarily but they were just i guess they was just i forgot who the guest but, but here's was, the thing but... r kelly is great at what he does tristan thompson is actually low-key trash yeah i just think he does the need, need to play the necessary things but r kelly is just he's he's man still made he's a genius he made step in the genius. name of love after he got accused of molesting a, a kid while peeing on her you can't help but do step to right. that. Allegedly. Allegedly. I, I seen it. You can't help. <laughs> you can't help but the two step to that. And he got the half on the baby. It's like, R. Kelly, I hate you, but God damn. You can't deny it, man. I'm going to say fiasco, man. I do believe that, um, especially if, first of all, they're paying you to play. They ain't paying you to sit on the bench. You're getting paid to play. Pay that man. I mean, play. you paying that man, play that man. If he decided he didn't want to play for his own personal reasons, he'd be scolded like a motherfucker. He's like, hey, man, you know what? My girl caught me cheating the other day. I don't think I can play today. Like, yeah. they're like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? But if it's the other way around, oh, 
you're a bad guy out there on social media. You're bringing bad attention to our team, the playoffs, because you cheated. You can't play. It's like, what? Like, nah, 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 nah. If he did something that was detrimental to the team, yeah, like if he was in a club in a fucking Cavaliers uniform on all out, smashing in the corner of the bar or something, it's like, oh, bro, you out here wilding. I mean, he's still out here wilding, but... You know, I just don't feel like it connects. Like it wasn't it had nothing to do with the game. It had nothing he wasn't it wasn't like they caught him smoking crack to where you know what I'm saying? On some of Lamar Odom shit. So it could have been way could have been worse. But you know what? It's all about talent though. If he was if he was nasty, if he was nice, he'd be out there. Right. LeBron this is true. Changes. So I this guess is true. But LeBron did tell him not to like I think he told him some shit like don't she's not he don't want her around the team or He'll, let me ask don't you a let question. it become a distraction or some shit like that. Let me ask you a question. I I've known, I've heard of people. Matter of fact, I do know somebody who smoked crack just to see if they could fight the urge. The fuck? But, but listen, what like, this? It, it's a challenge. It, it's a challenge, right? Would you date a Kardashian and see if the curse is real? Like, I would. let me just bite <laughs> the app. Like the Kardashian. What you mean? What curse? You never heard of the Kardashian curse? Oh, no, man, specifically, right? no, no. But that's what they about say. All like, the men leaving them. All the men are like, 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 like Lamar Odom. Like, like all the men lose their job. Like look at Trisha Thompson. Like all the men become oh, become no. lost. Do I want to see if what I, I think that would, that would happen to me at the end of the day? Would you bite the apple no. just to be like, let me see if it's really voodoo? Like, like, like Tiger, <laughs> like, like, like Tiger, no. like Tiger pop locking in this new video. You see me? Nah, Kardashian curse. He been corny. Well, he's pop locking now though with with, with braids. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta watch it's hilarious was that when he was was that I would the bite Nikki the song? apple you bite the apple <laughs> I would bite the apple you gonna bite the apple <laughs> your whole life would change though I wanna for see for the worst my nigga but I wanna That's see like, like, you, you gotta learn how to play apple. it though French Martina got in and got out like you gotta learn how French to French he did do that and he kinda blew up like even though his music was hot it took him to another level like I yeah, it is. Like, you do got to know how to so play he, it. He but these niggas be falling in love. Like they be in full out. Mm-hmm. And then the guy James, and, the guy James, I think Hardy. James, James, Hardy. he got in and got out. Yeah, yeah, right. James, Reggie Hardy Bush got in, in and though. got out. So then you know? she dumped Reggie. She dumped that yeah, nigga. I think she dumped him for Kanye. She dumped Reggie. I think she was heartbroken. Then she lose that nigga for Kanye. I think she was messing with him probably when they was on. Yeah, I don't even like when I'm able to track people's I'm, dating I'm mad. I know all of this Kardashian stuff. <laughs> That's what I'm but saying. Was, I don't even was, like when I can track my She was messing with like that, that center from the New Jersey Nets. What's his name? White boy. Chris Humphreys, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, oh so, shit. I forgot about and, him. And she cheated on Chris Humphreys with Kanye. And Kanye right, dissed Chris right, Humphreys. Right, Listen, uh, I'm mad that I know this. I'm sorry. Kanye, you didn't have to diss I'm going to edit my own right. show. This cannot get out. You have to make a drop from the taint. Oh, yeah. Right, right. So, Kanye. Yeah, yeah. So, so they went creeping. So yeah. So, mm. what you think about Tristan Thompson? What was the question again? Is it cool that his minutes are being cut down because of his little pregnancy cheating scandal? Uh, I'm not sure. How has he been doing though? They ain't been playing. He ain't been playing. Nah. Ever but since that situation, on, he ain't been playing. But when he been on, have you been making See, moves? No. He ain't been, been playing. Oh, he he's been playing nothing. He's trash. <laughs> he is oh. trash. When he's on the floor, he's terrible. But he was still getting minutes. Now it's like he's not getting any, and it just seemed mm. to happen when he got caught. Uh, you busted yeah, pack it. your bags because you busted. It's a lot. I mean, yeah, sometimes it becomes a, uh, a distraction or something. Yeah, like that, a distraction yeah. from yeah. the players, from your game. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. That's it. Well, if my personal life can be affected by my boss, then I should be able to 
call off whenever I want. Yeah, everybody like, messed up in life. Yeah, man, that's this week's fresh for y'all schools, man. Yo, you gonna put the poll up? You ain't put the poll up in a minute. Yo, I've been I've been working. Man. I'm gonna put the like, poll up. Yeah, you put the poll, poll up. It. You know what I'm saying? You can vote on the uh, various scenarios we just mentioned for what you believe is a fresh fiasco. You dig that? Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 NX300 all-wheel drive for $369 a month for 36 months with $29.99 to a signing. Experience amazing at your Washington area Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Eastern area only and in September 3rd, 2019. J. Cole dropped a new album today. By the time you'll hear this, it'll be Sunday. So 420, he dropped the album KOD. Kids on Drugs. Kids on Drugs. King Overdose. King Overdose. Kill Our Demons. Kill Our Demons. Um, The album dropped today. I listened to it about two, three times. I, I'm gonna be honest. Anybody that listens to J. Cole one time and think they know what he's talking about, <laughs> right? It's besides me. So I'm gonna definitely go listen to it a few times. But I like what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that this might be his best album. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Still no feature. The nigga kill kill Edwards. kill Edwards might be him just with a different voice. Chop the screw voice. Yeah, chop the screw voice. Mm-hmm. Um. Y'all didn't hear the J. Cole album yet, right? Y'all didn't listen to it? Y'all, I, didn't y'all, I listened to it. Okay, what, what you think of it? Um, I'm still absorbing it. I don't really have a... got to. Yeah, I don't have an opinion of it as of yet. Um, I like the uh, subject matter um, on a one song in particular called Brackets, where he's talking about um, paying taxes. And he's making, you know what I'm saying? He's making his money, and they're taking his money, and he doesn't have a say-so on where they spend the tax money. It just goes to whatever they feel like is they need to put it to, but he doesn't have a say in where his tax dollars are going. You know nice. what I'm saying? So I thought that was an interesting um, spin. And, you know, it's I thought it was dope that he dropped something called Kids on Drugs and is basically talking about the entire the entire today. The way that the, you know what I'm saying, the kids promote every the, the use of drugs. You know what I'm saying? Xanax, pills, perks, whatever. And, you know, he drops it on 420 today, you know, which I celebrate every fucking day. But it's just an interesting dynamic, uh, you know, in an adult market employee. He also dropped some videos on Title too, for uh, some of the songs on there. And one of the videos that he got on there is called The Count It Up. You heard that song? Count It Up? Count It Up. Yeah, ATM. Count It Up. Count It. Yeah, ATM joint. That's on fire. And the video is dope the way that he picks how, you know what I'm saying, you chasing the wrong things in life, you actually... You can never actually get it. You'll spend your whole life chasing something that you you can't get, and you know you choose wisely about the things that you try to pursue in life. I think I like Cole because he's super real and he talks about the topics that nobody else talks about. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a whole. The party music is cool. The turn up music is cool. That's dope. But every once in a while, you need somebody to step in and be like, "All right, that's cool what y'all are doing, but don't forget about this real shit that's going on over here." You know what I'm saying? This shit is kids. These cases on drugs. The government is snatching up niggas' tax. We don't know where this money is going. There's a whole bunch of things going on outside the world. People get caught up in the money, clothes, cars, cars and hoes. And you know what I'm saying? Nobody stops to tell the kids the real shit about the world that's going on, especially through music. A friend of mine told me he's like he gets disappointed listening to J Cole. Like it's about not the stuff that he gets talks about. He was like, I can watch the news for that. I was like, Yeah, my nigga, but 
it's a lot of niggas that don't watch the news that are listening to J. Cole. So you need somebody to voice that so it can be out there and, and it can be heard by somebody who people choose the kind of mediums that they want to listen to. Some niggas might watch the news. Some niggas might get their news through who they choose to listen to through music. You know what I'm saying? It's all about your preference and how you absorb how you absorb your own information. So I'm going to go with 1985. Yeah. That, that's one of, I think he dissing Little Pump because Little Pump said, you know, F. J. Cole for some reason. Where? I didn't do my Where? Googles. So he talking about Little, little Pump. Pump again? That's little, the Gucci nigga. Little Pump is the artist that just Gucci signed. Gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. He signed his life away for like two million for seven years. I think it's like six. What? 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 I think he signed six million for seven years. One of them things. And I think people was criticizing him, but he went out and bought him a car, whatever. And that's why it's like you bought yourself for this, but your mommy got a house. Oh so the first thing he did was bought a car. But if you actually listen to the songs, y'all didn't hear the album, the album yet. But when you listen to 19. 85 it's the last song it's a, like four minutes of him predicting what's his, gonna happen his to career. This career and i think it's one of the <laughs> slickest diss records because he ain't get disrespectful he ain't get disrespected but he told him what's gonna happen to but him but he said in five years you're gonna be in love and hip-hop <laughs> 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 now like he says so much more but the clock is on now like the clock is ticking my man at least wait till your sixth year right like it, you gotta listen to it because he's basically saying that all these new artists they're, they're following trends. None of them are set or trendsetters. Right. Allah, all of them named Little, L I L, all of them, all of them on pills, all of them, all of them got tattoos on their face, all of them, a, a colorful hair, tattoos like tattoos ain't new, but everybody has a hundred tattoos now. Yeah. Everybody look like bikers, mm-hmm. like yo, like yo. And so he laid out the burial in four minutes, smooth. Very smooth. He didn't get mad one time. I think he laughed a few times mm-hmm. in the song. Yeah. So, but he was talking shit though. 19, he was talking real slick shit. Nineteen eighty five is the joint. Um, What's your favorite? Y'all listen to Cole. What's your favorite Cole projects? I like Crooked Smile. That's smile? one of my favorite songs. Yeah. That's your favorite cool smile? You got yo. a crooked you got a crooked smile? That's why you like it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, this shit too real, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. I felt like that's what I came like I was just like, oh joke. Like I really became like a fan. Like, oh, he that's, can really spit. Like okay. that's when I was like, you know what, I'm getting sick of J. Cole, because it's the radio. When when okay. J. Cole has a single, mm-hmm. they play that one song. He's like, yo, Jay got so much more. Stop playing that crooked smile shit. Like, yo, I hated that crooked smile song. <laughs> I thought it was an all right song. You Every know. time we turn the radio, one time for my LA hoes. Like, that's a different yeah. song, right? Yeah, that's I'm like, that's bro, real, I no don't want to hear it. Like, he's got a whole album full of dope records, and y'all keep playing the one, the same one, too. What's your, favorite, what's your favorite J. Cole joints? To be honest, I don't really listen to him like that. Nah? I'm not. You like him? Do you? Are you, do you I like him as an artist, though. I just okay. Keep up with his music, but when I do listen to him, I do listen to what he gotta say because it's always a message. Right. Yeah, every Facts. time. Facts. I fucks with Cole, man. I um, I'm looking forward to when he um announced the tour for this. I saw him on his last tour, and uh, it was it was pretty dope, man. He's one of my favorite artists. I, his his relatability factor is like a hundred percent. So I got a question for y'all, right? Since we on the topic of J Cole, um, Fat Joe. Did an interview. He did a few interviews and said he missed out on signing Eminem. Oh yeah, I heard that before. Jim Jones recently did an interview and dropped a bombshell and said that he missed out on signing J. Cole. He said J. Cole sounded like Drake and Drake was already out. So next. Those are two huge artists. Which was the biggest miss though? Which artist 
okay, M sells, M got all the awards, but J. Cole is the man right now. So which artist are you feeling like, yo, if I could have signed one, I would have signed him. He definitely, Fat Joe definitely missed out the worst. Eminem? Yeah, yeah absolutely. But man. do you like Eminem as an artist? Yeah, I do. More than J. Cole? No. So why wouldn't but, you sign J. Cole when J. Cole was bringing plaques? Like, J. Cole was platinum all the time. It's not 10 million like him. Mm-hmm. I know it's different, but I'm as a CEO, saying, you still strike gold no matter right, who you strike gold, but yeah. with I him... Think- but M, it was just a completely different beast. It was the first actual white boy rapper who can rap better than most black people that was rapping. Like, like Jake Cole can rap, but you know what I'm saying? You it's not like you wouldn't expect that. It wasn't like a shock or a surprise. M could rap in the way that he was rapping, and the fact that it was just a little scrying little white boy out rapping motherfuckers the way that he was was really a big deal. Like and, and he was a shit talk. He was rude as fuck. Like he he created controversy. He brought that attention to him. Like and he was a real ass dude. I just think him ending up in the hands of Dre, like that shit was crazy. I it was absolutely crazy. I don't think that I I don't know what Fat Joe's manager skills are like, but I don't think he could have handled an artist like him. You know what I'm saying? I think it was perfect for it to be end up with Dre fam. Yeah. But I I do think that uh Fat Joe missed out bigger than Jim Jones did. I don't think Jim Jones would have been able to handle my, uh, managed Cole either. Well, it takes is one. Who you think, though? Uh, I would think uh, same thing he was saying, Eminem. Okay. I agree. I agree with the Eminem because he had a lot of crossover success. And then at the same time, I think they were saying Eminem was doing like a million in one week back then. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, And then at the same time, you got to think about 50 Cent, G-Unit, Dr. Dre. Like, all of that was coming. It just so. was a perfect match. Yeah. yeah like, so, so with that being said. And then, with, and then if, Jim, if Jim signs J. Cole, then what? I don't well, see like. That's what I was just about to get into. With that being said, uh, it was Dr. Dre's. Stamp that got Eminem hot, right? And it was like, oh, J. Cole signed to J. What would Jim Jones done with J. Cole? Right. What would what would Fat Joe done with right. Eminem? Because it wasn't like they were like they were decent. Like they didn't they weren't like uh uh super 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 like talent agents or have super super success in their own careers. Like they were successful, but on the level of Jay-Z like Cole being under Hove and M being under uh, Dre, like J- Fat Joe and 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 Jim Jones, their monikers, their stature ain't that high as of Jay Z or a Dr. Dre. Like they wouldn't, M wouldn't have been able to go as far as he did under Fat Joe, and J Cole wouldn't have been able to go as far as he is under under uh, Jim Jones. I just, I just don't see them becoming who they are now if they would have originally signed with either. One of those dudes. It just don't. don't so seem let's just say it ended up where they belong. Right. Like we, we're, I think we're all happy that J Cole didn't sign with Jim. Like, yeah. Like it just don't even have the same. Like when you think, look at the kind of people they are. It don't even make sense. I'm trying to think who 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 was the one rapper that blew up after he signed one person. He was like, you know what? I ain't got to rap no more. I'm trying to think. What's that one? Acom. Acom. Who signed Acom? Acom signed Lady Gaga. I thought they said Vince Herbert. Right no, no. no, that was Akon. That was Akon, right? Okay. Yeah, Akon signed Lady Gaga. He signed Lady Gaga. He ain't got to make no more music, right? And I think would, it was Akon. I think and yeah. you would think, well, what does Akon like? What can Akon do with a Lady Gaga? So he signed T Pain too. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, Akon signed T Pain too. I'm trying. It's 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 one more person, but I think it's all rap. It's like you wouldn't think that he knew nothing, but you know, if if if, if like. Signed Nikki? 
Oh man, he 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 got some deals. Birdman, but yeah, Birdman, Drake. It was like you know, True, we yeah. Cash Money is dead, and then you find Drake and Nicki. Now we back. Yeah, Ludacris and Chingy. Like like Ludacris failed with other artists like I Two Chains. Two Chains, but because Chingy already had a hit, all I gotta do is put my name next to it. So right. if J Cole or M just came with a hot song, that might would have looked good on Joe and Jim. So we gotta we gotta look into that too. Yeah. Like that's true. I mean, that's just the song. Though. I'm talking about the the longevity of their career. Like if they had a song that was hot, they would have been popping for they've been popping for probably that period in time. But then what after that song fizzles out? Well, like know, I think yeah. J Cole signed the Hove, but you never seen with Hove ever. Right. So J. So you know J. Say? He created his own. Scene. So with J Cole is said, okay. So now, okay. So like so like with uh with with, with Jim Jones and the J Cole situations. Jay don't Jay Cole don't need Jim. I mean Jay Z, so he wouldn't need Jim Jones. Like Jim Jones just would have sat in the back and but, just collected. But it's checks. a nah. You need a whole. That's that's a huge backing. Like you're always gonna need it. The bigger the backing, the better. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get pushed. Like Rock Nation. Jim Jones signed the Rock Nation. Jay Z. Well, you know what I'm but saying? if he would have signed Jay Cole, he wouldn't need Rock Nation. <laughs> think about it like that. I mean, if he would have had J-, J. Cole, he would have been rocking. I'm like, thinking about his own joint, though. You know what I'm saying? Like J. Cole being able to sustain his own momentum, right? But with that backing, that just pushed him even further. If he wasn't, if he didn't have his own momentum, he was only relying on the. But let's say he signs the Jim Jones, and does he have? He doesn't have his own momentum. He's only relying on his backing to a system. How far would he have gone? With Jim Jones being his backing without having his own head of steam initially. I really think you're looking at it wrong. You look at Rockefeller, right? He had Memphis Bleak, he had Benny Siegel. Both artists were just going gold. It wasn't until he got Kanye West, who don't need Jay, but you know what? I'm Jay-Z, so I'm going to sign, I'm going to stand next to you, and I look like the big bad executive. You understand what I'm saying? It's like you can you can be whoever you want and have a record label, but if that guy or, 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 or a woman like Nicki... Has can has his own personality yeah, and can stand on his own. I now look like a great executive. Pete Diddy do that all the time. Pete Diddy all the time. All, French Montana, Rick Ross. Niggas is already hot, but you know Everybody. what? Let me just jump on a remix, stand next to him. Damn, Puff Daddy produced that. Right. These niggas don't they don't need you. <laughs> yeah, he do that shit all the time. That shit funny as hell. So because I think J. Cole stands good on his own. And you don't really we don't know what Jay does for J. Cole. I think Jim right. Would have benefited from the J. Cole thing. Cause J. Cole gonna do his thing. That's true. Yeah. That's true. All right. Yeah, he always seemed like an independent artist. J. Cole? Yeah. yeah he moved like he moved like it. Cause it's only Dreamfield. And then it, also he no features and then you know, Alan's albums no more. He even said it on one song. Like, niggas ain't worthy to be on my shit. Yeah, like, he ain't good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. I'm cool with that. Alright. So um, alright, man. I think we can get to what we actually came here for, but we can get into hurt people, hurt people, hurt, hurt people. people. You dig? All right, Who, whose idea was this show originally? Who was the person that said, "You know what? I got this idea. Let's boom, boom, boom. Let's make this happen." Who, who, who was the originator of the idea? It's my idea. Uh, Writer, director, producer, uh-huh. all of that, all that good stuff. Talk, <laughs> yeah. talk, talk to us about it. Like, um, tell us a story about how this idea came to be, the motivation, like all of that. Talk to me. First off, Trenton, New Jersey. Right. Shout out to the town. Trenton, Shout out to the Shout town. Out Trenton, town. New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The uh, idea came about. Um. 
maybe almost three years ago, my best friend Yaki, <clears throat> he actually um, went to school out here in Nottingham. Shout out to Nottingham High. Okay. Um, he passed away from sickle cell. Okay. Um, maybe those, May thirtieth, two thousand fifteen. So it's almost been three years. So I'm like a naturally like happy person, like a go getter. You get what I mean. So I think when that happened. It kind of it was the first time I felt like in my life where I kind of started getting like depressed. You feel me? Because this was like my best friends, like my brother. Like we grew up like my whole life together. Mm-hmm. So like when he died, I was just like I just couldn't believe it because I kind of felt like yo, I'm gonna have kids, you gonna have kids, my, your kids, I'm gonna be their goddad. My yeah. kids, you gonna be their goddad. My and kids just, gonna play with your kids. Exactly. Yeah. Like you feel me? We gonna just continue the cycle. And then it's just like when I'm sitting here like at 26 looking at his um. His uh, his not the grave, but obituary. This, not the obituary, the tombstone, they, like where they lay in there. Casket. The casket. Okay. Like I just kind of like lost it. I couldn't believe it. I felt like I was in a movie or like the Matrix. You feel me? Mm. But um, you know what I mean. Like I took some time just to really think. Like okay, he's twenty six years old. He didn't lost his life at twenty six. Like. What is it that I always really wanted to do, and I was always afraid to do it? Whether I always was like, "All right, I just want to do the nine to five or you need to go to school, get a degree." I'm like, "What is it that I always wanted to do?" So I was like, maybe like in December, I had seen this web series on YouTube, and I remember hitting this dude up. I'm like, "Yo, how do you do stuff like that?" And he was just like, "Create your own." And I'm just like, "Mind you, this dude didn't know me. I didn't know him. He was from a completely different side of the world, or you know." And he was like, "Just do it, do it." You feel me? I'm like, "Yo, I'm from Trenton. Nobody never did nothing like that in Trenton, New Jersey." You know, as far as the script, the web series, he was like, "Just do it." And I just kind of felt like, even though I didn't know him, I felt like he was speaking life into my situation. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I didn't really have no money. I didn't really know how I was gonna do it. But I was just like, when January hit, I was like, "Yo, I'm about to just start hitting the pen with the pad, and I'm just go from there." Like, and that's what I did. Okay, that's what's up. That's definitely what's up. So, how did you come up? The cast. You want to so, um, t- tell us about the cast? How right. did you? How did you pick? Uh, so this how it went down or whatever. Originally, when I was writing it first, I was like, I want to show brotherhood. You feel me in a positive way. I was like, I want to show the type of like brotherhood me and my best friend had. So that's the two central characters I had was the Rasan character, oh, which was played okay. by Bashir, and then Amari character was which was played by me. But Amari was more so like my best friend. He was dealing with, you know, alcoholism. So I wanted to play. I wanted to show the brotherhood. But then, you know, as I started writing or whatever, other characters started coming out of nowhere. You know, it's like, it's crazy. Like when you, when I started writing. It automatically started developing. It started developing. I feel like the characters started writing themselves. You feel Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm just like, okay. So you got the Bashir character. Mind you, shout out to Rasan because he's literally like. Shout out to Rasan. He's in the building. Right. Because he literally was the last cast member to come on to the series because um, we already had everything getting ready to go. We ready to shoot. And then a guy or whatever, he kind of dropped up at the last minute. I met Rasan at work. Oh, man. You feel me? And he didn't it. see your vision? Like, what was his skin? He was actually, like, um, a relative of mine. You feel me? Like, he just be, I don't know, like, chasing after a girl. You feel me? Every couple months. So then he just dropped everything. Dropped the whole family. He be in love. So. Unfocused. Ah. Unfocused. <laughs> so he just, like, I was like, dang, what am I going to do? You feel me? So I met Rashawn at work. And then one day, um, I had one of my one of my closest friends that's a female, she got lupus. So I'm thinking I'm at the hospital visiting her. I'm like, yo, like who this is? And he like, this Rasan. So I'm like, Rasan. I remember him at work. 
So I know he was in the hospital due to something, you know, I think with his lung or something, right? Or something? Yeah, my lung collapsed. Mm. Oh, man. But I, it's still good now. Okay. Uh, yeah, cool. so I just kind of yeah, felt I like. I what I do when I was young, you know, running track. So my lung was pretty good. Okay. So uh, I just yeah. kind of felt like, I was just like, I didn't really know him like that, but I kind of felt like that was like a little moment, like a little brotherhood moment. So after that, I was just like, yo, you you know what I mean? This person dropped out. I don't really know if you really want to act, you feel me? But would you think about doing it? He was like, it's a go. So Wait, wait, wait. So so how was that? Like for you to just be in there and then you don't so know this person. Long and shit. You're like, man, get the fuck out of here. Uh, no, no, now. not at the time. Not, I didn't ask him that. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, not but that still, day. just somebody that you barely know, just like, yo, you want to do this web series? Was acting ever in your... Um... Nah, acting was not. And we actually spoke before that while I was at work that I want to be in the wardrobe. Doing the personal styling and stuff like that, mm-hmm. since I'm big on that. But um, clothing you know, lines it was, and stuff yeah, like that. Line. But we spoke about the friend, and I also knew him too in high school, but didn't speak too much. Yeah. So when he um, told me about you know everything, the death, you know, I just did what I felt was nice. You know what I mean? Like just giving back and um, taking it as a blessing. What's up? And you just mentioned you got you got a clothing line. No, Are you trying to start one? Yeah, that's what's up. Okay, that's, that's what's, what's up. up. Now. We aren't the only podcast in the town. We weren't the first podcast in the town, but it's still fresh. Y'all are doing something different. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's another web series. It's called Three to New Normal. It's been filmed. Shout out to Will um, Fosky. He's well, Alamaz. That. Huh? That's what's up. I didn't know that. So I actually got a I actually got a part in the upcoming mm-hmm. uh, 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 show episode. episode. Yep. It's called Three to New Normal. It's about um, uh, poly relationships. But other than that. Y'all are the only other two. And that's from the city? From the city. Yeah. Where? From when did city. it come out? Uh, it, it's on YouTube. I'll yeah, actually show YouTube. you the link. They actually okay, got yeah, one yeah. episode up, and I think they, they've been shooting for a minute in, uh, like I said, season. I guess you can call it season one, because mm-hmm. they just did a pilot episode okay. last year or two years ago, and um, they're going to actually release their joint on YouTube. So there is a community for what y'all are doing. That's you know what I mean? Y'all need to link up. Um, whatever, Definitely. whatever, whatever. But I like what y'all doing. Mm-hmm. I watched the series. It's four episodes, right? Episode five drops in May, or or yeah, May. Okay, it's now, called Black Men Are Instinct. Got to be May thirty first. Black men are instinct. Black men are inst. Oh my god! Like you just keep dropping. Like it's really like it's, a straight tribute to like um Mike Brown, mm, uh, Trayvon Martin. It's oh, really- because how how episode four ended? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Like I'm not without gonna saying get, too much. Without saying too much. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to say much. You yeah, know what you, I'm saying? You hit the nail on the. I'm right. The nail on the cuff. Right now, yeah. I watched saying. all four episodes mm-hmm. once again. Shout out to y'all for helping me get through work today. You know, hey, time flew by. Some 25 minute uh, episodes. <laughs> shout out, shout out to trip. Frederica too, man. On the show, man. She we go back to Cow Street, man. Yo, she um, it. So now, talented. when you're watching this show, I'm watching it and. I can't remember watching a TV series that I was really talking to the screen on. Like, I was invested in. There's a lot of stuff going on that you'll watch. Um, and it's it'll be a good show, but you really can't relate. Mm-hmm. Like, I like power, but I know I'm not ghosts. Right, <laughs> I, can, right. I, can, I, I can relate. Nah, I can relate. To I'm not. <laughs> I'm not ghosts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm out here slanging them things. <laughs> <laughs> I watched your series and I found myself like, oh no, like talking to the screen. Like, yo, that's, that's what's up. Wow. How y'all gonna get out of this pickle? Speaking right. of which, which um 
what TV shows do you guys watch? And what shows did you watch to help uh, shape um, how you got the show going on now? Or what shows do you watch just in general in your free time that you enjoy watching when, you, when you're not working? Because I know y'all some busy brothers. Yeah. I recently, maybe the last, during the snowstorm, I got a chance to watch a little Power. You feel mm-hmm. me? And I, I thought that was really written really well. I try not so to watch this, too much this TV. this past snowstorm? Yeah. It's your first time watching Power. No, I watched it, but I got a chance to watch the whole fourth season. I got you. Got I, okay. I was behind. I try not to watch too much TV. I watch reality, but I try not to watch too much TV because sometimes it taints with my art. If right. That and makes it, sense. It, had you, it had you envisioning what was already done instead yeah, of using your exactly. own Exactly. That's, so that's, that's how musicians, how musicians yeah. be. Like, you don't want to listen to another artist mm-hmm. when I'm trying to, when you're trying to create because right. all gonna, you hear it's is gonna dilute, it's what gonna they dilute your own music. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. What about you? Uh, I would say the shy, the shy. Yeah, yeah I love the shy. I love the shy. I'm on episode seven. That's my shit. I'm on episode seven. We okay. watched that the crib. Yeah, okay. I was up on it when it first good. aired. I, yo, it's, y'all, the, the finale is crazy. I gotta check. The finale is real. Shy is really good. Yeah, it's a good show. So what I like was... authentic shows like stuff I can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Like I could see myself in there. Or I know I know my uncle like that. Or my okay, aunt, right. Or, you know, I just I like shows that I can get actually get into. Like if the mm-hmm. story doesn't capture me, like if it doesn't like I read books too, and it's the same thing with the book. If it's a TV show or a book, whatever, if it doesn't suck me into it, and I'm just like kind of looking at it like, nah, I probably won't watch the next five minutes of this shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I I didn't know you guys' show was already had work to it. I thought when when my brother informed me about y'all show, I thought it was in the making. I wasn't. I didn't know there was already work actually done, so I didn't get a chance to see mm-hmm. any of it. That's but, my fault. But guess what? Now you got a whole series to watch in your free time. So yeah, this is true. Thank me later. Fire. This is true. So, <laughs> and then with this, and I'm watching it, and I was before y'all came. Me and bro was saying watching that was episode one, right? Episode mm-hmm. one, yeah. And I was, I was into it. I was into it. Right, laughing, talking. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? So it was. It, it has that factor to it already. To have you know what I'm saying that I have that uh that attention. Captured. What was the biggest challenge? I think the biggest challenge is dealing with different personalities. You get what I'm saying? And <laughs> we just had that talk. We just had that conversation. Because yeah. that's what everybody, you feel me, talented in their own right. And and literally what I realized is, you know, season one, it'll be probably over by maybe like the summer. I've been getting so many inboxes, just text messages, yo, can I get down with season two? Da-da-da. But people don't realize like the hard work that we put into it. I thought originally when we came on set, when we when I got somebody to shoot it, I'm like, yo, we about to just kind of like improv. And they like, no, that's not how it worked. Like, y'all really have to learn these lines that I didn't wrote. And we literally took like a year just to study. You get what I'm saying? Every week we study. And so it was literally like riding a bicycle. Like, it was literally like doing something that was foreign, something that we didn't really know. And um, everybody really, really, really worked extremely hard. So, like... I just, you know what I mean? Like, we just really... That's the part the that they don't show you. It's mm-hmm. that the green the It's that green room where everybody's sitting at that table acting mm-hmm. out before. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't just read that script and, and be like, like, right, I got it. I'm put me in, coach. I'm ready. Action. Yeah, nah. Right, right. We've been on set maybe like, you might see two minutes like the scene where me and a park. People don't know me and Rashawn was really like freezing our balls off. Like we, <laughs> we was really cold. You feel me? That took like almost three hours to shoot. And I was just about to minutes. ask that. Yeah, two minute scene, but right, it takes right. three right. hours yeah. to record. Right. Are you, do you really want to be a part of this? Exactly. Right. You, you really, think it's really, fun? You just exactly. want your face on the camera so you can say, "Look, exactly. there I am." Exactly. You know what I'm 
And then people like, for example, they see Obama like, oh, he president, you know. But you don't know that like the hard work this man, you know, went through or pain, you know what I mean, the, the pain, the shit and, he had to go through. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, I yeah. definitely so, look at movies different now. I do too. I look at movies differently. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know what kind of goes into it. Goes into it exactly. Yeah. The one is getting punched in the face twenty times, to right? Get <laughs> to get the right angles yeah. and all of that. Speaking show. of that, it was a lot of emotion in this series. Absolutely, a lot that of emotion. Me, that was the toughest, right? Yeah, to get it all. It's out. hard. My Cause... mom was like, "Why are you talking about your dad like that?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> was "Like you did that before." I'm like, "Nah, that was like a couple years." You sound like you did that before. Right. <laughs> how long did it... how long did those scenes take? Like, how do you get the emotion out? Do you think of something sad? Mm. I think the one one scene, my mom probably killed me. But the one scene, if you remember episode four, right? It was me and my mom. We was having a yep. conversation. I'm like, I just want you to be there. That was a real life situation. Because mm. my mom, I love my mom to death. We got a great relationship now. But growing up, I've always wanted that love and acceptance from my mom. I mm. never really had the best relationship with her. So when I did that scene, I just wanted you to be there. That was real. You feel what I'm saying? So I, I like took, you got to dig into a real place. Yeah, in order to bring I took it out. a real life situation. She called me one day like, I thought you were talking about me. I'm just like laughing it off. You feel me? <laughs> I So like, yeah, I took real life situations or you just try to understand like, yo, somebody going through this. So I really feel like our show relatable. But if you watch the first episode, I really wanted to um have people thinking. So when you watch watch the opening, you have, you know, people saying like the words don't be a prisoner of your own mind or you know, that was dope how you had perfect. that. And then when you watch the episode, it kind of gets brought to the episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll, you'll, you'll read the clip, mm-hmm. and then there's a scene in the episode where they didn't go into the dialogue of what the first clip was about. I thought that was dope. Mm-hmm. also thought that poem was fire. Shout out to Frederica. Yeah, she wrote that. That poem. She wrote, the, she wrote that poem. And she's actually a, a, a writer, too, but she's just... I'm trying to push her. Very, very talented. So she wrote that poem, so shout out to her. Yeah, that's what's up. Yo, I really like what y'all are doing. Yeah, it's Thank definitely you. good. I really look, like man. what y'all are doing. Like when you inbox me, it was like, yo, we um we, we do a um an original series and we from the Trenton. I was like, yo, this is basically what this platform that we have is about. Like y'all that's got something like going on, bring it in. Like like anything else you want to add on while I think of more questions to ask. Now I'm um I wanted to know what's the overall vision for the show? Like the ending yeah. Netflix. If possible. Right. Like we just continue to grind. We entered the Black Film Festival. And I was just telling the cast, whether we get into it or not, we're just going to keep trying to push the envelope. What about Art my, All Night? Art All Night. We definitely was talking about yeah, that. I, I got my two God kids in it, actually. They 12 and 13 years old. And what I wanted to do for them was just to give them a different outlet. Because you know when you're younger, yep. you got peer pressure. You feel me? All the different stuff. So I got them in the series. So if you see them, they beating me up and they robbing me. Yeah. That's them in the series. <laughs> Um, they're four like, feet tall. Yeah, and then you see something tragic, you feel me, happens to him. One of the characters, I don't want to say it because some people didn't watch it. But in season two, um, the character, Corey, who's running, and that's all I'll say, um, you, he'll pick up with his life more in season two. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what happens okay. with the brothers is actually three brothers. And they're basically they're robbing, they're stealing, and the reason is because they don't have any parental guidance. They don't have no mother, I mean, they don't have no father, no and their discipline. mother, no discipline. And their mother is literally addicted to love. 
So what happens is she falls in love, she'll have a baby, you oh, know what I'm saying, and then she leaves. So then now they're stuck in this world, 10, 11, 12 years old, and they're literally, like, sleeping in a abandoned building, sleeping in a park. Like, you'll see all that in season two. Like, oh, you get what I'm saying? They're literally, like, kids trying to, like, living an adult life. Now They don't have nobody telling them, hey, that's wrong. Hey, go to school. Hey, do this, you know? Okay. So, now, to see Netflix that. is popping, but I think YouTube is definitely about to take over media. Okay. So you already are on the right platform. Like YouTube got their own cable network. Like you yeah. can get anything on YouTube. You watch, you watch mm-hmm. ESPN on YouTube and shit now. It's like eighty eight dollars a month. But you can get a <laughs> you can get a full album on YouTube. You can. It's the, like YouTube has everything. So don't sleep on YouTube. Like okay. Netflix also. Don't sleep on Amazon. Amazon's doing yeah, videos. Amazon so if like y'all push this, I think Amazon is like hungrier than Netflix right now because everybody's pushing Netflix. Right. So boom, we're gonna go left. That's Amazon was good. Yeah, just because <laughs> that's because Netflix is king of the streaming services yeah. at the moment. But if you fuck with one of the subdivisions of streaming, Amazon, Hulu, something like that, it might be a little easier to crack that. Okay. Crack that one because you know what I'm saying Netflix always gonna be high demand just for the fact that they was the one that started to they kicked the streaming services off to where to where it is for, for video anyway so right, right, right. why should people watch your show oh good question uh, i believe we um people should watch the show because it deals with real life situations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um daily life even stuff that people are not even talking about mm-hmm. in their personal life and it's being brought up on a tv screen so i think that pops out and you know take notice take action Nice. Yeah, I think people should watch our show because, like I said, we're is dealing with the the you know reality of what's going on in the world, and like we was talking about earlier with the with the kids, a lot of people don't want to deal reality. Everybody want to be high. Everybody want to be drunk. You feel me? So I just feel like we're touching on suicide or suicidal thoughts. When you watch the first episode, literally, like when he's walking on the bridge and he's literally thinking about taking his life, I feel like. Everybody's been there, whether you actually did it or you thought about whether doing you were on an actual bridge or not. Yeah, you was maybe there. figuratively. Yeah, you know, maybe not literally. You really got on the you bridge. You were figuratively and it's like, I'm on the edge. Like, yeah, you might would have been like, you know what? One of those days, I just feel like giving up. So I just feel like emotionally or mentally, you could feel like you know you walked on the bridge and you want to let go, even though you might not necessarily do it. So. I feel like I said our series is dealing with like real life. It's dealing about suicidal thoughts. It's dealing with, you know, religion. You know, if you watch some of it, you see that he's struggling with his relationship with the Lord. And also not realizing how important it is for a young man to have a father in his life. So you see he's trying to fight for that acceptance as well. Like trying to have, you know, his father in his life. My character struggling with that relationship, trying to have his mother in his life and also not realizing he's hurting his son as well. So did you realize while writing this that you was tackling like 10 different real life situations where you just like, damn. Like, no, I was just like writing from my heart. Like I I was so much in pain and mm-hmm. you feel me? I know as a man, we taught not to really like cry or not to be emotional. You feel me? But I really was like going through some shit. You feel me? So I just kind of felt like let me just write through this. Instead of going out, getting drunk, doing acting stupid, getting a DUI, you feel me? Like, doing stupid stuff. I was like, yo, I'm going to really sit in this library, you feel me? And I'm going to really just write this pain away because my best friend gone. He dead. He's never coming back. But I'm like, maybe I could use this and maybe it could help somebody else. Because one thing I wanted to do was my best friend, he was a real, you know, he was an alcoholic. After he died, I didn't realize how bad he was in pain, you feel me? So I re- one thing I wanted was, I was like, if I could do it 
like one thing it would have been like yo get you like help him like let's go to rehab like you feel me even if i could have went with him like intervene more yeah i would have intervened so i was yeah. like you know what maybe it's a way where i could tie this amari character maybe in the end maybe he could try to get some help or something you feel me but it's a, definitely a lot of like i said topics you feel me in there like it's definitely about relationship because relationships is important you know we kind of entertain intertwined with humans you know as us being human so the human species like so we definitely touch on relationship and forgiveness and just a lot of different things you know in the series so i think everybody should give it a chance and then like i said we from the city too yeah so i realize there's not really a lot of support in the city so like we just we just networking we just trying to get it out there and it's kind of just like how y'all did the show and now that you've done it people want to be a part of it but you weren't Exactly. Interested before. <laughs> you saw it. Me but now, gym? niggas out here popping. Like, a little bit. Like, like, you, you can't, shoot t- with me you can't listen. I'm not trying to be funny or nothing like that, but you can't tell me that people from the town ain't looking at us. Every week we got a new episode. We on 82. Like, like they, 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 they think we're going to stop, but when we continue to do it every week... Like, damn, yo, them boys is on to something. 82. Them boys is on to something. And y'all going to keep grinding. Season one, season two, season three. This can go on forever because the stories don't end in the hood. Tell the people where they can get a hold of your uh, other material. Yeah, to tell them the name of the show. And where they can get in contact with both of y'all at. Um... We got a Facebook page. It's called Hurt People, Hurt People, Bitter and Broken, the series. That's on Facebook. You go on our Instagram. It's at Hurt People Series. Um, and on YouTube, it's called Bitter and Broken Web Series. You can follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. It's um, Ricardo Rashad. We have all them links in the uh, show notes. So um, what about what about yourself, my brother? Well, follow me up? Yeah. You can hit me up on Instagram, L-O-V-E. L-L-E underscore N-O-X. It's Lavelle Knox. There we go. Yeah, nice. Um, so what you about to dig a hole? Yeah. We can relax, fellas. Okay. This is his segment where he talks filthy, spicy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, here we go, man. Dig a hole and bury your motherfucking self. Um, now, we're all familiar with the bullshit rhetoric that 45 was put in during his campaign and some of the things that he was saying that would happen during his presidency if he was to be elected one of those things was a brick wall on the border so illegals cannot cross over from south american countries over to the united states right well somebody took those words to heart (laughs) and this guy is an American boxer by the name of Rod Salka. This guy had the audacity to wear boxing trunks that said America first on the waist trim. And the design pattern on the trunks was a brick wall. And he had the audacity to wear these trunks while he's fighting Mexican boxer Francisco Vargas. Well... <laughs> Safe to say, <laughs> Mr. Saka got his ass whooped. <laughs> Clean knocked the fuck out for wearing these trunks in this fight. Mexican boxer Francisco Vargas had the pleasure of knocking out American boxer Rod Salka, who had the audacity to wear these damn shorts. Saka's corner stopped the fight in the sixth round due to the ass whooping that he was taking. 
I feel like this is like a live representation of how the oppressed ain't going to take that bullshit from the oppression no more. Like, he said, oh, no, motherfucker, this, this is not happening no more. When he was asked about his shorts, if he was racist towards South American inhabitants, his reply was, I do not want to kind of dis- I do want to kind of dis- distinguish myself from President 45 personally whereas I'm conservative and I hold conservative views I'm not bigoted or racist towards any group of people I do think we need to put America first a lot more than we do in a lot of instances conservative and you hold conservative views well let's take a look at the word conservative you know what it means conservative means holding to traditional attitudes and values and cautious about change or innovation, typically in relation to politics or religion. Now, by that definition, and by your reply, you're a fucking racist bigot. (laughs) You contradicted yourself by saying that you are a conservative. This is stating that you wanted to distinguish yourself from 45 comments, but how can you do that when you're wearing a racist campaign pledge on your shorts in a fight against a South American uh, individual? That's why you got your ass whooped. Now, you, sir, for these various reasons, you already got your ass whooped for being a racist bigot and portraying it in a way that was just completely untasteful. Not only did you get your ass whooped, but here today, you got to dig a hole and bury your motherfucking self, my brother. Get your ass out of that's here. That's like that's like they saying they want to make America great again. And then you say, well, when was America great? Well, the 1800s. Exactly. Well, <laughs> well if I remember, the well, 1800s was pretty fucked up for a lot of people. Everybody but the white man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Saki, you got to get the fuck out of here, man. All right. So, fellas, like, like how was your time on the show, man? Was y'all, was y'all good? Yeah. 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 I'm pretty good. Yeah, Definitely. man. Definitely appreciate y'all, y'all coming man. through, man. Yeah, appreciate hey, y'all coming. I appreciate coming. that, man. Absolutely. This is what it's all about. You create, you I'm link kinda... like minds, and you, you know what I'm saying, assist everybody with their platform. One Absolutely. hand watch the other. Both of them motherfuckers watch the face. You I, did? I'm a little mad at the audio situation a little bit. I'm gonna clean it up, make sure we good. But um other than that, man, we straight. Like like this is a dope episode. Uh we got in, we got out. Fact I mean, up. Short and sweet. We like ninety like like like, oh, like 90, 60, yeah, 70 minutes. Yeah. Seventy minutes long. Like like we did our thing. Short and sweet. Um episode eighty two. Episode eighty two live baby. show June ninth. June ninth. Get your tickets from the podcast brothers webpage, the brotherspod.com live show tickets for the live show well, are already available. You can purchase them straight off the website. And the date for the live show is June 9th, 2018. It's a Saturday. Hopefully, it'll be a beautiful Saturday. We can see all your beautiful faces. Better be June 9th, goddammit. I mean, it could be raining or some you're dumb right, shit right. like that. You know what I'm saying? It, fuck, nowadays, it could be fucking it snow. Who knows? Snow, June 9th. You know what I'm saying? So, we're just hoping for a good, um, a good, beautiful day and an awesome turnout with people who just try and have a good time, man. If that's you, if that sound like you, you want to fuck with your boys, let's do it. I did have the stats. I was going to save it for the end of the show, but I ain't got it out, and I don't feel like getting it. But shout out to Brooklyn, New York. I think they came at number one. Brooklyn came at number one. And, of course, the United States is still holding us down on the countryside. So shout out to Brooklyn. Uh, This was episode 82. Um, Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to the whole pod squad. We all win. We'll 
We will be in New York tomorrow by the yes. time this episode drops. It'll be over. We're about yes. to go network with the other podcasters and about to do big things. Uh, shout out to the uh, Podcast Brothers Network. Yes. We still need a name. We're going to change that name. Yeah, we're going to change the name. Because when you try I'm, to say TBP, I, 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 I can't do it. It's too so. many light soundings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's if somebody be like, yo, so shout out to your network, TB, TBP. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> this was episode 82. Episode 82, baby. We out. Peace out. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 NX300 all-wheel drive for $369 a month for 36 months with $29.99 to a signing. Experience amazing at your Washington area Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus eastern area only and in September 3rd, 2019. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get active care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.